Hey guys, Corey Davis here with a follow-up episode of the warm-up podcast. It's been a minute. I moved and had to get my friend Brain to come over and fix my hardware setup. It said that it wasn't reading the speaker, and so I knew that it was like reading it to some degree because it said it knew what it was, and it just said, "Hey, there's some error." And so he came over and plugged it into a different hole, and then it worked. And I was embarrassed. Thank you, Brain, for still being my friend after that incident. So today I want to talk about High Rocks Racing because I sent out a newsletter a couple of weeks ago talking about High Rocks Races and then also talking about that we were now affiliated with High Rocks. Um, that's too loose of a term. We are an affiliate of High Rocks. And so kind of what is a High Rocks Race? Why do I like it? What does that mean? Etc. So it should be like a 15 minute listen. I'm not sure why I even told you that. You can just look down and see exactly how long it is. Just usually these podcasts are so short and now I'm going to cover like four or five different things here. So it's going to be longer. So what is a high rocks race? My personal story with it is I do better with my fitness when I have like a real goal. So like there's a thing I wanted to do where I wanted to have a 400 pound bench press. At one point I wanted to hit a 500 pound box squat. I wanted to have a 600 pound deadlift. I wanted to bench 225 30 times. I wanted to be able to do 30 pull-ups. I wanted to do a 600 pound trap bar deadlift on the same day I ran a six minute mile. So stuff like that, stuff that is guiding me towards a certain thing in training. So the last thing I did was I wanted to have a 600 pound deadlift and I worked really hard and did that um, and felt good about it. Like, yep, did it, feel good. And then it was kind of like, cool, what's the next thing? And so around that time of me looking for my next thing, I kind of had an idea of I wanted to be something more like body weight related. Like I didn't want it to be something that was just about getting crazy strong. Cause like, where does that end? You know, like 600 pounds sounds like so much. And it is in like a relative sense of like what most people can do. But it's also like guys my size deadlift 900 pounds. Like that's a thing that happens, like literally 50% more. And so it's like, you know, if I start comparing myself to those people and what's actually like possible, man, a lot more is possible. And I just didn't want to do that. It didn't interest me enough. And the effort that would have to go in for me to go from a 600 pound deadlift to a 700 pound deadlift would be like 10 times the effort that it took me to go from 500 to 600. I just, I didn't have enough of an interest in it for that to be something I wanted to do. So I saw an event called a high rocks race and I YouTubed it and started watching some people do it and it looked pretty fun. So a high rocks race is a thousand meter run, which for my American audience, which according to my Spotify podcast wrapped is like 95%. I don't know who those 5% non-Americans are, but Danke Schoen, Domo Arigato, appreciate you guys. It's a 0.62 mile run, or if you want to think of it as a track, which is where it's the only time I hear most Americans talk about running meters, it is two laps around a like high school or college track, and then another half a lap. So two laps and then another half a lap is a thousand meters. You do a thousand meter run, and then you do a thousand meter ski. Then you do a thousand meter run. Then you do a 50 meter sled push. And I'll come back to that in a minute. Then a thousand meter run, 50 meter sled pull using a rope. Then a thousand meter run. Then a 80 meter burpee broad jump. Then a thousand meter run. Then a thousand meter row. Then a thousand meter run. 
a 200 meter farmer's carry then a thousand meter run a hundred meter walking lunge then a thousand meter run and then a hundred wall balls and that is the entire event so all in all it is eight rounds of running and then eight rounds of a gym thing it's a pretty well balanced like fitness competition in my mind um, there's some things you could criticize about it, but you have to have pretty strong legs because the lunges are not light. For men, use a 44-pound bag, or if you compete in the pro division, a 66-pound bag. And for women, it's a 22-pound bag, or if you compete in the women's pro division, a 44-pound bag, so not light. The farmer's carry is the green kettlebells for men, the yellow kettlebells for women, or pro women use green kettlebells and pro men use the red kettlebells, so like not light there either. And the sleds are obnoxiously heavy on the push and the pull partially because they are heavy and partially because high rocks decided that they should use cheap carpet probably because they want to do these you know in different places and the cheap carpet makes it really hard to push a sled if you're training for it you need to train heavier than what the sled actually weighs because it will feel like it weighs a lot more when you're there on race day compared to like our luxurious turf we have at corblin training those are the various events and I, I like how balanced it is. I like that there is a real need to be strong in your lower body and strong in your upper body to get through all of the events, as well as pretty high fitness component because a thousand meters is pretty far. It's not like a crazy far distance, but it's far enough that if you are not in really, really good cardiovascular shape and a pretty decent runner, two laps and another half a lap will bury you. And you have to do eight of those. So you can't just be big and strong. And you also can't just be a great runner. Because if you're just a great runner, you'll get buried by that sled. So it looked fun. I watched some people train for it. I watched some people do it. And I was like, this is right in my wheelhouse. I still want to have strong legs. But I don't care about measuring my leg strength through more super heavy squats and super heavy deadlifts. However, I do need to still have strong legs. So I can't just like not train my legs hard. I just don't necessarily have to squat 500 pounds for them to be strong enough. And I'm not a great runner. And so I thought that forcing myself to run more would be good, both for like my own personal health of it's a useful thing to be able to do. Like my wife and I were on vacation last fall and we went for a jog and it was very pleasant that we could jog around. I had that ability. And also because many of my clients run, like that is a thing they do. And so I wanted to kind of get into their running shoes and experience that so I could be a better coach. So I signed up and did one. And over the course of signing up to do one, I really enjoyed the training for it because it was a lot of stuff I would already do. I mean, I like to row and ski and push a sled. It just gave a little bit more like direction to exactly what I needed to be ready for, which is if you're really, really, really good, you do it in an hour. And if you are a world champion, you do it in 50 minutes. And the average person who signs up to do it is like an hour and a half. But keep in mind that the average person that signs up to do this relatively new thing is really good. So that hour and a half number is kind of skewed by like only weirdos right now are signing up for it. So that hour and a half number I've seen go up over the last year of like tracking it uh, because more people have gotten into it and more people getting into it means like it's skewing down or 
up. You know, it's getting worse times. More regular people are doing it. So I followed it. I watched some guys uh, train for it, and I watched like YouTubers complaining about the judging and the events being too big. And the YouTubers that I saw complaining about the events being too big were all over in Europe because this is where High Rocks started. It actually started in Hamburg, Germany, where I also assume hamburgers were invented. I have not. I don't know that for sure, but that sounds right to me. They complained about the judging not being great and there being some kind of weird, there's too many people signed up for it. And so I was ready for that for my race in November in Dallas. And then when I got there, that's not my experience at all. My experience was like, oh man, these people have figured it out really well. My experience for it was I enjoyed training for it. Everybody that I talked to about training for it seemed to be interested and they thought it sounded like fun. And then as I actually arrived to the race, High Rocks, like the company, ran a really good event. There were a ton of people in there of all shapes and sizes. And the way they stagger the races, you couldn't really tell who was winning. So you all like start in 10 minute waves apart from one another. So as you're going, you really don't know if you're like, okay, is this person that I just passed just starting the race? Are they just finishing? Like you don't know as you're out there running around, you know, over and over again. The only times I knew that someone was going faster than me was when they just like sprinted by me. But even then it's like, well, maybe they're on their first lap. Who knows? Maybe they just started. So of course they're fresh. And it was a great time. It was really well run. It was really fun. And the variety of people that were signed up for it was incredible. Um, There were people that did it Actually, the race I went to, the world record got set. So there were people killing it. And then there were also people that were doing it. And like, I saw one guy take three hours. So like for comparison's sake, me and my partner took an hour and two minutes. Then a guy took three hours. So good for him. He suffered so much more than I did. So I was there. They had like affiliate gyms. And so I asked like what that entailed and the director of affiliation got back to me and kind of gave me the rundown and it seemed like a pretty good deal. It's not an amazing like benefit to being an affiliate. The big thing is that we get 15% off of races and we can certify all of our coaches as high rocks trainers. So we're in the process of certifying trainers right now. As of right now, me and Trevor are certified. And I think Noah and Jake and Val and Morgan have all like open the test. Um, I don't know about anybody else yet. I'll, I'll yell at them after I get off this podcast and make sure they're doing their studying. And so we have that and we get the 15% off and then we're on the like gym finder. They also talk about the benefit of host high rocks events. And it's like, yeah, I can, I can, I can just do that anyway though. I can just host a fitness event if I want to, like, that's not a big thing. Um, and they're like, Oh, a bunch of people will like search for you and like find you. I was like, I don't think that's true. I think there aren't enough people that are searching for high rocks right now, but maybe it'll take off and be amazing. The, the reason that I did it was I, the 15% off for our members, I think is a decent deal and like a good benefit to our community. And the fact that we can certify all of our trainers is a good deal. And honestly, I could see how rocks really taking off, you know, just like full disclosure, I could see it really taking off and I could see it being a popular thing. So it's like, cool for a hundred bucks a month. Is that worth it to me? to kind of be an early adopter on this thing. Yeah, because overall, I like it. There, there's only one piece of the event that I don't really like, 
that's the burpee. One of the events is a burpee broad jump. And my opinion about the burpee has not changed. I still think burpees suck the way they are usually used. Um, I did a separate podcast on this. You can go back to listen to it. But the short version is burpees are a cardio exercise. And so they're prescribed until you get super tired. That's kind of the point of cardio exercises. And when you prescribe them to the point that you get super tired, people's form breaks down and then they can injure their shoulders. And most adults have bad shoulders. So that is an issue that I have with the burpee. For the Hyrox race, I still don't love it because there's a lot of like room for interpretation of like, okay, cool. Like the rule is as you bring your hands down, you have to have your hands six inches or less in front of your feet. And then you have to bring your feet back together to do the broad jump forward. And then you got to go down from that position without like stretching forward. And that's accurate, but it's really going to depend on like how many people are going through your station at that time as to like how closely they judge that. So just from like a standards thing, it's worse than me than like, Hey, did you carry those kettlebells all the way down to that cone and back, which is like, yes or no. Or like, did you lunge all the way to this cone and back? Yes or no. Where it's very like obvious, like does your rowing machine say that you did a thousand meters? Cool. Move on. I just like that more. I will say though, in all of my prepping for the high rocks race that I did, I probably did total less than a hundred burpees. So you only have to do 80 meters and you can do it in a partner, which is what I did. So because we're doing it in a partner, hypothetically, I only had 40 meters and I'm jumping three meters every time. So it's like 10 or so, 11 or so burpees for me. It's just not that many burpees that I have to do on race day. So those 11 burpees, 12 burpees that I did, like just not that big of a deal. Maybe it was 15. It's, it's just not that big of a deal. So a lot of my like criticisms of the burpee come from like lazy trainers that are like five minute burpee challenge. It's like, cool coach you just wrote a workout and had five minutes left over so you said that or you didn't have a more creative way to make it harder so you had 10 burpees after every effort in the high rock race it doesn't matter as much because you're doing 15 if you're solo 30 like okay cool you're probably in pretty good shape by that point and you're probably tired enough that you're going slow anyway by that point in the race so i just don't think it's as much of a big deal and that's really the only part i don't like i love the sled push i love the sled pull i love the farmer's carry the wall balls are at the very end. The lunges are at the very end. So they're really tough by that point, but it's a fun exercise. So I, I like all the events, you know, the only ones that I don't regularly program are the wall ball because they take up a lot of space and the burpee because burpees suck. The other events are all things that I would program. And then I think that running is good. I think that running is an overall good thing for people. And, you know, moving your body in space is a positive. I like the high rocks racing. I thought the workouts that I did to prepare for it were fun. I think a lot of our members would enjoy it. And I think it's good to have things to train for. And I think if someone were to say, hey, Corey, my goal for my fitness, the way I'm going to measure it is I want to be really good at high rocks. I think you'd probably end up checking a whole lot of boxes. I was telling a buddy of mine that I was trying to talk into doing it, that the only thing that like I like to do that I don't need to do for high rocks is like bench press. And I'll be honest with you. I'm still going to bench press regardless of if that improves my high rocks performance or not, because bench press is awesome and I am a male and I value bench pressing a lot of weight. So I'm going to do that anyway. So cool. It kind of covers all the boxes for me. So that's why I signed up for one. I thought it'd be a fun way for me to train and have something to work towards. 
that is why I got us affiliated. We don't have to do anything. I guess that's the other thing. You know, there's the 15% off and the affiliating coaches, and maybe there will be some big groundswell of people wanting to do this sort of racing because it is nice. Like it doesn't beat you up the way that other fitness competitions can. It's always the same. So it's not like a Spartan race where you got to like learn all this new stuff all the time. And everything's super simple. Like you can definitely practice skiing or practice rowing and like improve your technique, but like, that's not why you're good at it. It's not like the practice of skiing a bunch. It's like, cause you're strong and fit. So it's not like a double under and CrossFit where it's like, Oh man, you practice that a bunch or like handstand walking where it's like a super high skill involved. The most skillful thing you have, there's a wall ball and wall balls are not that hard. So I liked that. That's why we signed up to be an affiliate. They don't make you do anything. So it's not like we change our name to like high rocks core blend or anything like that. They don't ask you to do that. And you don't have to do like high rock specific classes. So we haven't changed anything about the way we teach our classes. Now, if people like really get into it, I could see us like buying more ropes for like more sled pulls and doing more wall balls and that kind of stuff. If people are like, yes, Corey, high rocks is where it's at. That is the future. This is guiding my fitness in a super fun way. Cool. That's how it is. So if you wanted to do a race, the downsides are there aren't any close by. There's one in Miami this year coming up like next month. There's one in Houston. There's one in DC. There's one in June in New York that I'm going to sign up for and do. And then I'm also going to do one in Cologne with my mom. So Cologne is in Germany. If you Google it, it is spelled like Cologne, like the fragrance. If you are spelling it in English or K-O-L-N, if you're spelling it, you know, in German, because it's spelled differently in German for whatever reason, just like Germany is not Germany in Germany. Germany is Deutschland in Germany. It's just weird. I, don't, I can't explain why that is. That's not what you come here for this podcast for anyway. I signed up to do that one with my mom. So the different like divisions, there's regular and pro and pro just means it's heavier. There's women's weights, men's weights, and then pro weights. And for women, the pro weight is just the men's weight. So pretty simple there. And then there's singles, which is what it sounds like. You do everything I described earlier, all eight runs, all eight BS events together um, by yourself or doubles. And in doubles, you and your partner run together, literally like you're supposed to stay within three feet of your partner. Like you run with your partner on the run. And then once you get to the event, you can split it up however you want. So they do that and you can do that in the same gender or mixed doubles. And if you do mixed doubles, you do the men's weight. And then there's also a relay, but the relay is kind of weird. So the relay is you get into a team of four and each person does two rounds of running an event. So like I could go and do the run in the row and the, or run in the ski and then tag out. And then Noah could do the run and the sled push. And then Val could do the run and the sled pull. And then Morgan could do the run and burpee broad jumps. So you could do something like that. And then you run that back in the second half. And now I would run in row. Noah would run in farmer's carry, lunge, whatever it is. So you can do that. I don't think that sounds like as much fun. Like it's so short. I just wouldn't want to sign up for that. I think doubles is the super fun one. And so because the doubles, you can split it up however you want. When I do it with my mom, she will run with me. And then when we get to the events, I will do all of the events unless she just wants to hop in some, but I'm going to go into it with the plan of, I will do every single part of the event. So for my mom, her training will just be 
can she run 8,000 meters without walking? That'll be her goal. And then if she like surpasses that goal and on the race day, she wants to push that sled some more power to her. I will not stop her. I would love for her to push some of that sled, but I'll be fine if she doesn't. So I'm excited about doing that with her. My dad's going to do the one in Germany. He's going to partner with my buddy, Connor. Morgan's going to do it. Morgan's going to partner with my buddy, Nick. And then I have two of my really good friends, uh, Brame and Linda going, and then I'm going to partner with Brame and then partner with my mom a couple hours later. And then Morgan is going to partner with Linda unless we change it around and maybe Brame and Linda will go together and then we'll adjust if we need to, but that's the plan. So it should be a good time. We're excited about it. The one in June, we should have a pretty good crew showing up to with the exception of Morgan who has to go to a wedding that weekend, which is lame, but I'm going to try to convince many of our members to do the June one because the June one is in New York and it's outside and it looks fun. But yeah, biggest downside I would say is they're not close. Like they're not in Atlanta they're like global worldwide. So like every year they're going to be more outside of the States than they have in the States. Um, but I like to travel. And so that's fine with me. I'm, I'm excited about traveling and I follow all of you on Facebook and I've seen many of you go to New York. So when Lee Garrett's like, Oh no, I can't go. I was like, yes, you can. I've seen you go to New York. Like I've, I've watched you do that on Facebook. So it should be a good time. That's the gist of it. That is high rocks. That's why I like it. That's why we affiliated That's why I still don't like the burpee. However, in those races with how few burpees you're doing, it's really fine. Like my criticisms of burpees come when you get to like 30 of them, 40 of them, 50 of them, less so at like 20, like it's not as much of a big deal. And if you're signed up for a high rocks race and you're going to do an hour and a half long workout, you're probably fit enough to get through 20 burpees and be okay. So it's less of a criticism that I would normally have, but I still don't like them. I just want to be clear about that. I still don't like them. And I will still grit through them when I get to that part of that competition. And that's why I think that you should do it. I think having a direction for your training and being well-rounded and strong in your legs and good at running and good at rowing and skiing and pushing a super heavy sled and pulling a super heavy sled and the upper body and lower body strength that would come from that is useful for you. If you have questions about high rocks training, send me an email, Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, at coreblendtraining.com so that I can answer that question for you. I'll be super excited. I thought Hyrex was super fun. I would love to talk you into it and get you to sign up for a race using my 15% off discount so that I can justify that $100 purchase because it is not actually $100. It's actually $300 because I signed up all three of our gyms and I did that without asking Morgan. So if you could help me offset that $300 by saying, wow, Corey, thanks to this affiliation, I'm really more committed to training at Corblin Training longer. And my lifetime value has increased because I'm gonna stay here as a member longer. That would be dope. I would really appreciate that. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you all later.